Hello and welcome to another episode of the Lebenspraxis podcast, where we talk about all sorts of things concerning a deep life and a connected life. And this is also something we will talk about today, connection. But first of all, let's look what's the setting today. So if you listen to this on your favorite podcast app, I just want to tell you that today I'm recording video also. So if you want to see me for whatever reason, then you can do this on YouTube. You also have the rare possibility to see some Lego in the background. And Annika told me I should admit that it's my Lego and it's exactly true. It's the case. This is my Lego and it's not from my childhood. It's Lego that I bought actually just a few months ago. So this is things that sometimes need to happen to, yeah, for whatever reason. Sometimes things like this happen. In the last episode, I talked about the entrepreneur and especially the solopreneur and also maybe the Han solopreneur so someone that is almost alone but with a Chewbacca so with one partner that is very like a life business partner and we explored what is the possibilities of doing things yourself and or outsourcing things in that case where you are starting you have no money and you can basically not really afford anyone to work for you. And I got a comment on this episode by Moritz, which I highly appreciate. I have a lot of good talks with Moritz. He's training with us for some time now, I think two years almost, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe already more than two years. And he has a business with several employees and also working on an international level there. And he wrote the following things. Three things I want to add. First, when you start and you're looking for people who do things for you, for example, marketing, taxes, videos, etc., it's super difficult to decide if the person you want to hire has skills that suit your situation right now. For that, I like to do the first 200 hours and 50 mistakes by myself because then I'm more able to see what I need and also hold the other person accountable for the work. It's very difficult to hold a semi-good freelancer accountable with no skills and insights about the topic. I completely agree with this. If you have more abilities and more different things, it's easier for you to spot if someone good, that's number one. And number two, the feedback that you give the freelancer will be much better. Let's say you want someone to produce a video for you, but you don't know anything about video production and what you want, like you see a video that you like and you think, can we do something like this? And then the reality is, yes, we can, but we need all sorts of very expensive equipment. Once you have some experience with video making and really got into it and understand, okay, for this you need that, for that you need this, this is easy, this is very hard to do, then you can be much more realistic about what you want and what is possible to get for the money that you're putting into the job. Second, It's related to your closing thought on skin in the game. If you consider being a solopreneur or freelance and work before in an employed position, it's essential to manage yourself. At the beginning, you have probably nobody to talk with. Nobody cares if you start your work early or not. The normal employed atmosphere is stimulus action orientated. As solopreneur, you need to take action without an outside stimulus, without constant feedback from your supervisor, etc., etc. This could be a huge issue. If you are familiarized with a different work environment, it's often a really lonely journey. 
no colleagues to chat with, no boss to joke about, you lose your complaining topics, etc., etc. And I think this is maybe one of the biggest difficulties when you are self-employed and even more so when you're a solopreneur, so when you do your own business, because let's make a distinction here. If you're self-employed, let's say you're a programmer, you put your services somewhere on LinkedIn, you say you're available for jobs, then people hire you for these jobs. And if you are in a branch where lots of people are needed and you're lucky enough that there are not so many people, then you will probably not need to do too much marketing. And on the other hand, let's say you're building a business from scratch with something new. Maybe you build a clothing brand that no one cares about. So you need to do all sorts of things to make your product known. But the thing is also, since no one cares about it, no one asks for it, you have to make your own schedules and processes without having the urgency of a client pressing that they want the work to be done. And because this is such a difficult issue, I looked a lot into that. And it's also a topic I talk about with many people that are working with me, that are doing my coaching. Productivity concerns everyone, but especially solopreneurs and entrepreneurs, self-employed people, but also the employed. I agree 100% with Moritz. This is a huge issue and this is super hard in the beginning, especially if you're young and your mind still is all over the place. I was never employed. I worked with different companies but I was never employed by them. So I always had certain freedom and I always need to organize myself. And for sure, the first years of me working were not the most effective work years in my life. And the dance with holding yourself accountable, with productivity, it never stops. So let's come to the third thing. Three, customer experience is in my point of view the most important topic of success for 80% of the business to customer businesses and services at the end the customer is leaving the purchase or the service or the workshop etc with a bunch of different feelings and based on these feelings he will recommend you and come back and there's nothing to add here Moritz said it all now i do a mild transition to the next topic the topic of connection what i want to mention is that i now have an instagram account again The people that are listening for longer maybe remember that I deleted my Instagram some time ago. I actually don't remember how long ago, one year, one and a half years, something like this. And I focused my content creation to YouTube and this podcast. Then around two months ago, I was approached and asked if I can come back to Instagram. And what people told me it's, is that it's a little bit annoying that I'm not there because it makes it more difficult to connect. So the nice thing about Instagram is it's very easy to write direct messages with each other, to share things, to comment. And that's, in that sense, a completely different platform than YouTube. YouTube is much more you have the creator and then other people can comment, but you cannot even send a personal message or something like this. And most people that use the platform are not creators, they are viewers. And these viewers cannot share anything on the platform and so on. So really, Instagram and YouTube are two complete different things. And honestly, I didn't realize that before in that sense. I just compared that on YouTube, I can have long form. And this is what I wanted and what I still want. And this is why YouTube is, for me, my main 
content platform where I can post long-form stuff like this podcast. But Instagram is much more a content and communication platform because everyone that is logged into Instagram can also comment because if you're not logged in, you can just see a few posts, I think, and then it will be very complicated. But on YouTube, everyone can watch. Like, you don't need to be logged in. You don't need to have an account. So that's why I reinstalled Instagram, remade an account where I will also put shorts and reels to be able to connect with you guys better again. So if you use Instagram and it's now news for you that I'm back on there, you can have a look and I'm happy for a follow. And feel free to DM me there and tell me a little bit more about what you're searching for because that's always very interesting for me. I started to write some DMs here and there to people that I don't know and asking them, hey, why are you looking at my stuff? Like, what is interesting? What? Why are you watching it? Because for me to connect with the audience is important and that is because what is happening a lot is you have your people that you ask for feedback where you have an ongoing feedback loop and you say, ah, what do you think about it, blah, blah, blah. But you have this huge bunch of people where you don't know, like where it's just a number. You just see, ah, this has such and such amount of views or downloads and you have no feedback. And that's a problem. So talking with people from my audience for me is very important. And I hope that on Instagram I can do that a little bit better than on YouTube. On YouTube it can also happen. I'm always very happy for your comments and also the emails that I sometimes get but on Instagram it's just a little bit quicker and this is a pro that is bigger than my concern about the platform so that's why I decided to make an account again it's about the connection yeah and you know connection is for me what my work is about Mariana and me recently talked about the case when people are doing lots of movement and they continue in their movement journey very deeply And at some point they ask themselves, what shall I do next? And they ask themselves, shall I learn more and more skills or harder skills and so on. And some people get a little bit lost in that moment. Like they reach sort of like a basic layer, like they finish this basic layer. Let's say more or less, it's not a layer that you can finish, of course, but they reached a different level physically, movement-wise, and a different understanding. Many of the young guys in this moment They start to do things like acrobatics or certain disciplines. They go into BJJ and so on. I think that's all very great. My proposition would be to see also a different possibility, which is to not aim for more skills or more difficult skills per se, but to deepen the connection that you have with yourself and with the environment. And that can be through movement, also in a sense big movement, of course, like climbing or, yeah, like I said, wrestling, acrobatics, blah, 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 all this stuff, definitely. But it can be also done through just sitting quietly outside, inside, listening through your senses, not just the ears, but listening, in, metaphorically speaking, to what is happening inside of you, outside of you. So the, what is also called meditation. And obviously there's a whole spectrum and you can do all sorts of things. But the next step is not necessarily something bigger or something more extreme, at least when you look from the outside. And I talked with Mariana about this feeling that can sometimes happen when you feel you are displaced from the world. Like you are not really in the world, but you sort of sit outside, like the background and you are separated. And in such moments, the feeling of panic can happen or more depressive feeling, I suppose, or the feeling of estrangement. 
Entfremdung. It's, a, it's an interesting feeling. Maybe you had it before. Maybe you know what I'm talking about. This feeling where you, you feel like you're not part of it. You're there, but you're not part of what's happening. Like you're not resting in the world. And we talked about content creation and creativity and that it is an interesting thing to be creative with a certain goal in mind. So in content creation for the internet, one goal would be to make content that people appreciate, that people want to listen to or watch or look at. So there's a certain need for quality in there. And when you always do that, like when your creativity is always so much in a certain direction, like it's a, it's a creativity that is, you, that is used for a certain thing that, that needs to achieve something, that can become very problematic because creativity, I think, is a lot about connection and content creation for the internet can be or is also a lot about connection with other people but i talk about a different connection like the the painter that paints connects with the brush connects with the canvas connects with the color the photographer connects through the camera with the environment the singer lets his vocal or her vocal cords vibrate and then it vibrates in the room and hear the word resonance pops up something is happening there is this connection there is this reciprocity and in a sense it would be wrong if i would say this creativity doesn't try to achieve anything because i just said it tries to achieve something like it, it is about connection but in that sense it's only judged by you as the creator by your feeling like you feel what's happening if i do this i do this art that i'm doing or whatever endeavor that is happening just to connect with the environment, with myself, with other people. But in that sense, doesn't try to achieve more than that, at least now in my argumentation. And I wonder if this is for a certain type that needs that more? Like the creative type, are they searching more for this connection? Are they more in need of feeling this connection? Why is someone creative? Why is someone drawing? Why is someone composing music? And creativity, of course, can be everywhere. In everything that you do, you can be creative. And I wonder if it is like this, that there are people that have more this creative urge or other people that have it less. And I would say yes. This is my tendency to say yes because of the conversations I had with people. But I also ask myself if another thing is how much people have learned to express their creativity Is that something that they know can happen? And coming back to this moment when someone is practicing a lot, whatever it is, but let's take again the movement and then ask themselves, what is happening now? I reached this first layer of understanding. Like I, I have a little bit of a grasp of the basics and I feel there's, there's more. Shall I go into it? Shall I devote myself more? Because that probably also takes more time now if I go this step. And the question comes up, as always, what do I spend my time with and why? Why do I spend my time with that? And to ask again why and why and why and to really try to get to the cause. And I know that for many, this movement stuff, for example, because it's very expressive, like like people see if you post it, for example, on Instagram, that you can do acrobatics and so on. Like they, they, they see what you can do, blah, blah, blah. And or you going to things like bodybuilding or anything that builds muscle so any sort of strength training and it changes your shape or you lose weight and so on so there is a very social 
aspect about this where it is about your connection with other people and it's also can be often about this game the social game you know what i mean like hierarchy appreciation need to be seen need to be loved all of these things because in the first layer we can always argue hey this is about health but if we go into the second layer it's not about health anymore we'll not in that sense improve our health much to go beyond that basic stuff to go into this other things maybe emotional health spiritual health and it can be of course also very beneficial for the brain to constantly learn new things is even a necessity so is that why we go to the next step because we feel ah we need that stimulus our self needs the stimulus of the new but what is the new and from that perspective it makes sense to go climbing or to start bjj or acrobatics instead of sitting down and meditating because the stimulus for the brain from the movement is very beneficial it's a different one from the meditation not that one is is better than the other but both make sense but can we take our time with that like with that decision not that you need to procrastinate about it what do we do next but can we go into the feeling of why are we doing that like what's happening and yes it is of course enough to answer because i like to because i like it and, and that feels more genuine also almost no like the superficial like feel superficial answer like yeah it's good for the muscles and for the brain and so on like very analytical approach that we often have nowadays in our society but maybe we can connect to our needs what are our needs that are met here that are met with a certain practice and i think one big need spiritually that we have as humans is connection to other people to the environment but then ultimately also to what is higher than ourselves at some point we will dissolve the atoms that are now together here being that they will move again apart from each other and they will connect in new ways so in that sense we are these connections no and it has a beauty to it to look at yourself at your hands and see oh that's me i'm here now and one way we connect is through our senses and that's also one of the reasons why i put an emphasis on this especially in events where i'm in person with people like workshops i like to do things where we work with the senses where we open the senses your ears your eyes the, the touch whatever because especially in the city there's this situation that we close them like there's too much input through the eyes too much input through the ears we stop the input through the touch because of all the clothes and the shoes and then obviously if all the senses tune down there is an estrangement so when you're deeply in the countryside and you're lucky enough to be at a place where it's very quiet and your ears can suddenly open and it's like the brain can open the hearing completely because the little bit that is coming in there's nothing is too much you can hear everything that is there then doesn't need to be a filter that feels very healing like very opening like the chest opens and we feel aware we feel now i'm here that's it and you feel really part of the environment you lay into the grass and you're really in the grass like when you stand up a print of you is still there even in it's invisible and like this you leave your traces and the environment leaves its traces on you and i just leave you with these thoughts 
now feel invited to share with me and until next time and if you listen on youtube feel very invited to leave the channel as a subscriber all right and continue